0: Hello everyone, this is Dan Farisi, Editor-in-Chief of Commercial Integrator, and welcome to AV Plus, the podcast for the commercial AV integration community. This week, we're joined by Sam Nord of Listen Technologies. The topic is diversity, equity, and inclusion, particularly with regard to assistive listening and ways to democratize. Uh, commercial AV environments to make sure that they are inclusive and welcoming of those who suffer from hearing loss. Let's take it away with what should be a super interview. As always, please like and subscribe to our YouTube page and please subscribe to the AV Plus podcast on Apple and on Spotify. So happy to be joined today by Sam Nord, VP Global Channel Sales with Listen Technologies. Thanks so much for joining us today, Sam.
1: Thank you for having me, Dan, really appreciate it.
0: So we really wanna talk about uh, a very topical issue right now, something everyone is talking a lot about, that being uh, kind of diversity, equity, and inclusion in society broadly and in commercial AV in particular. And I wanna talk specifically today about um, inclusivity and how we can, you know, have technologies facilitate a more inclusive environment and particularly assistive listening technologies. Um, But just to give give us a background, give us a starting point, can you kind of give me a high level perspective on what the term inclusivity means to you and to the company? When you think about inclusive environments and inclusive experiences, what do you mean when you say that? Sure. So, broadly, and I'll I'll get a little more
1: specific as as I end here, but I think inclusion meaning, so when we talk about inclusion, we mean saying you belong, right? Uh, Inclusion means equality of access. Uh, Inclusion means saying that not only do you belong and are you welcome here and are you invited here and we want you here, but we're going to go to the, to the effort of making sure that all the accommodations are in place to make you feel welcome, to make you feel invited, and to make sure that all any barriers you be able to be a full participant in whatever the environment is have been eliminated so that you can be fully immersed in whatever the, the experience happens to be. So, obviously, here we're going to be talking about uh, hearing loss, that's going to be our focus today. So in other words, we could use a wide array of different uh, of venue types, but what we're saying here is whether it's a house of worship, whether it's an educational institution, whether we're talking about you know a, a corporation at a, at a board meeting level, whether we're talking about a sporting venue, we're saying, just saying, oh, sure, you can come here, welcome. That's not enough. Being an inclusive experience is saying, You can come here and we've made the accommodations to make sure that there's going to be speech clarity so you can have an experience here where you are fully included in the experience and can have the same experience that anyone else have you're not going to have a reduced experience.
0: Absolutely, and I think the word that you keyed in on is essential, experience. I think a lot of our consciousness has been raised in recent years that the AV integration business, as we might once have called it, is really kind of the AV experience business. We're memory makers, we're smile generators. We just kind of create indelible impressions with people with the technologies that we create. Um, So can you talk a little bit about assistive listening, as you say, people who are suffering from hearing loss, and how um, we can use technology, not just, you know, as a matter of legal compliance, making sure we're meeting ADA requirements and things of that nature, but also kind of using this assistant listening technology to achieve the experience equity that you were just kind of trumpeting.
1: For sure. You know, and it's funny that the way you put it there, because, you know, I wrote a blog for our website not too long ago, and it's the closest I could think of to Maybe having my own like Gary Maguire moment, um, because you know, just to, for a little background. I mean, one of the things that we do at Listen is one of the things that we tell our customers all the time, and in case any customers are watching this, we will continue to do this. So, so don't fear. But I mean, one of the ways that we provide value to our customers is saying, "Look, if you need to provide assistive listening, bring it to us." We, you know, give us the the capacity of the room, the seating, you know, the seating capacity, Um, let us know what type of room it is, and we will get back to you and, you know, give you the exact, you know, count of how many receivers you need to make sure that you are hitting every point of legal compliance and let me be clear. That's important, right? I mean, it's important if you're putting a, an AV system together that you are meeting all aspects of, of legal compliance, and it's a it's a service that we can provide and add value, because we know that when you're an AV company and you're working on a project that has you know a thousand and one elements, if there's one thing that you can maybe take off your plate, then that's you know that that's a little bit less of a hassle for you, where. I, I, what gave me pause is that it dawned on me that we were perhaps spending too much time just focusing on the legal. You know, we were thinking too much of, okay, I have now checked this box of legal compliance for assistive listening. I've dotted that I, I've crossed that T, without really taking the time to think about, well, why am I doing that? You know, why, why are these products required? It's not, it's not just a barrier that we've thrown in to to make life more difficult. It's something that there's a reason that these laws exist in the first place. And it's because a significant portion of our population does have some struggles with hearing and for them to be able to, again, as we talked about in the first question, to be able to be fully immersed in all aspects of society. We, can, we have these tools that allow them to do so, right? We have tools that will give them clarity of speech in almost any environment by simply using a piece of technology. So again, if somebody wants to further their education, if somebody wants to participate in local government, if someone wants to go th- see a theater performance, there are tools available that to let them hear every word in a way that they couldn't if they just had to rely on, on the sound system in the room. And if we can break down that barrier for them, why wouldn't you, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty easy thing to do. And again, if you can just kind of change the mindset from just, okay, I've, I've got my legal p- component of this done. And instead I think, wow, I'm really making sure that we have created this completely, uh, this system that now allows everybody to hear what, what, a, great, what a great thing we're doing.
0: Absolutely. And I like the uh, the earlier Jerry Maguire reference. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a, a, it, a mission statement, not yes. a memo, right? Right. Um, and, and it's a worthy mission to take on, to, to think about people, you know, those who are hard of hearing, those who have hearing loss, and making sure that they are fully participating in the experiences we're trying to create. Again, we're experienced creators. That is our job. That is our stock and trade. And we don't want them to have a partial experience or a watered down experience or anything like that we want everyone to be fully included and that again is of a piece with the dei idea that we've been trumpeting at ci and throughout the commercial av industry for sure sure. yeah Let's dive into some of the technologies, um, the specific technologies that can kind of facilitate that inclusive, equal experience. Um, thinking kind of the BYOD solutions and the Wi-Fi and Bluetooth realm, and I think about those because they kind of can basically be invisible; they don't call attention to themselves. I think part of equity is probably being able to enjoy the experience without even realizing that there's an accommodation. Do you agree with that? And and if so, how do those kind of technologies help?
1: You know, it's funny because as you ask that question, I'm looking at you and, and I notice you have glasses on. <laughs> I too have vision problems and I'm not wearing glasses because <laughs> <laughs> I don't particularly like the way I look in glasses, so I'm wearing contacts. And so it, it kind of gets to the point you're making, you know, not everyone wants to wear, and I should I should step back a second because you know it, it's sometimes it feels like we're talking out of you know both sides of our mouth. We've worked really hard at listen in particular to make assistive listening devices on every one of our technologies that are discrete, We've tried to make them smaller so that we can eliminate some of the issues that someone might have with wearing a device, You know, any, any of the vanity issues that, that might come into play. Mm-hmm. But the fact is we want to, to, again, we want to lower the barrier that someone might have with using this type of technology. And the fact is, we know that the vast, vast majority of people carry around phones, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And if
1: you can walk into a venue and simply use something that's already on your person and, you know, slip it into earbud, like I have in right now, or an AirPod, or in many, many cases, one of the huge trends in hearing aids right now is Bluetooth-enabled hearing aids. So if you can walk into a venue, literally stream direct from your phone to a hearing aid, without having to go there, there's a whole logistical element to this, right? Where you don't have to, in a case like that, go to the venue and say, you know, where do I pick up my assistive listening device and perhaps give away a piece of collateral, like a, like a credit card or a driver's license at the end of the event go rem- remember to go back and get, you know, do that exchange. So if we could lower that barrier and have you simply walk in, use something that's on your own person and you know, have a very seamless experience, then it's, it's really kind of a win-win. Uh, so that's something that we've seen a huge trend in. And uh, from a technological perspective, obviously the, the concern for years was latency. And you know one of the beauties of working in a technology industry is we can reach a point where the things that we looked at as barriers are just kind of rolled over and the, the technology has reached the point where that's really not as much of a concern anymore because the latency now is is really negligible. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So obviously, as you know, as listeners to this podcast know, Commercial Integrator, it's raison d'etre is to help integrators run their businesses better. It's a publication for the AV Integration Channel. And Listen Technologies, of course, works for the channel, has a very robust network of integrator partners. What would you say, as someone who is tied to the channel and cares about it, integrators should keep in mind in 2022 as they seek to deliver assistive listening systems that bring about the kind of inclusive, equitable environments and experiences that we've kind of trumpeted so far? What should integrators keep in mind? Because I know a lot of them look to CI and its properties for advice and wisdom and guidance. I would say just ask the question.
1: Uh, you know, make this part of your when you're going, you know, you're on when you're meeting with a customer and you're kind of going through your needs analysis. It's just another question to be asked. And, you know, I'm I'm certainly reasonable about, you know, where where we place in in that regard, you know, when you're walking in to a customer and you're looking at, you know, a six, seven-figure audiovisual product project. I know that, you know, maybe assistive listening isn't the first thing on, on the list that you're talking about, but it should be a thing that you're talking about. You know, it's a matter of um, like, uh, you know, I think this <laughs> as the cliche, go, cliche goes, it's just a matter of kind of being proactive rather than reactive. It's just a question to be asked. And again, it kind of goes back to the, our earlier discussion about kind of worrying about the strictly legal aspect versus the accommodation aspect, you know, if I think sometimes people wait until somebody asks for this type of solution and then they'll include it um the people that we see be really successful with it are the people who bring it up proactively and the fact is you know even though it might not be quite as enticing say as you know talking about the 150 inch uh, mm-hmm. you know screen that you're going to get or the you know the touch screen that's going to bring down the lights and Uh, throw up the shades and you know control 15 different uh, monitors I think if you were to go to almost any end user and say hey you know in all these rooms that we're putting together for you do you want to make sure that everyone can hear clearly and make sure that everyone in every one of these rooms can has clarity when somebody's talking my guess is the vast majority are going to say yes so again it's really just a matter when you're doing that needs analysis to have this as one of your questions. Um, it's, it's pretty simple, you know, it's it's, uh, it's just including it on your list.
0: Now, I appreciate that. And I think it's a very valid uh, thing for integrators to have on their list. As you say, it may not be what they lead with necessarily, sure. but it certainly should be part of the list and it should be a consideration. Um, do you have any closing thoughts on trends that you expect to see as the calendar flips? How might the the practice and the craft of commercial AV integration change from your point of view obviously you're, you're an industry veteran much like me you've, you've seen the industry from a number of different perspectives this is a time of change it's a time of dynamicism um, so what are you expecting to see what do you have your eyes on well the things
1: that I'm obviously most curious about and I'm sure I'm only you know the millionth person to bring this up is looking really at next year in particular is continuing to look at how uh, both manufacturers like ourselves and you know the the integration world, Continues to deal with things like supply chain shortages and and working around kind of the unique challenges that are that we're maybe experiencing for the first time. Um, we've been fortunate to not quite have this, you know, have it in, in quite the same uh, the same degree as others, but we you know we certainly haven't been immune. So it's been been interesting as people have tried to uh, be you know faced unique challenges. I guess we'll say. Um, so that's one thing I'm just kind of curious to see how the industry kind of gets out of this and, mm-hmm. well, I guess we have to, and it's certainly not limited to our industry, right? Um, mm-hmm. so that, sure. that's one, <laughs> that's one, I, uh, one thing that I'm, you know, I, I, hate to bring it up even, but as we continue to, to kind of get out of what's been affecting the world over the last, uh, year and a half, two years and, and move back into, uh, office environments and hybrid environments and how that's gonna kind of change the type of technology that's sold. I would say more specifically for our sector of the world, our corner of the world, uh, the big technology trend that I would look for is Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bluetooth in particular as the the trend towards Bluetooth over the next few years, especially as we see Bluetooth trend uh, expand and grow and some of its capabilities expand, I think you're gonna see a lot more solutions come out in the, in the Bluetooth arena um, that are gonna, so it'll be interesting seeing how some of the traditional technologies give way to, to some of the new and how that affects legal compliance and, and all that fun stuff.
0: Yeah, and as we were talking about earlier, the fact that Bluetooth can be kind of so invisible, so seamless, it works with your own devices, it, it just kind of makes things simpler.
1: For sure. And we're also going to see, I mean, the Bluetooth world itself is going to be, uh, you know, experiencing some some immense new new uh, solutions that are going to be coming out that uh, I think will be pretty disruptive and game-changing as, as the cliches go. So. Mm-hmm.
0: so before we wrap up the podcast, I'll do my my journalism one-on-one question, which is, is there anything I have failed to ask you that you think uh, our audience would be interested to know about? Anything you're just dying to say that I have not given you a chance to uh, to talk about?
1: Uh, the only thing I think I would mention, as I sit here and think about it, uh, when we were talking about, you know, the Wi-Fi solutions, we kind of talked about some of the vanity issues, some of the uh, convenience issues of using your own own device, and neglected to mention it again, you know, thinking about some of the events of the last uh, year and a half, two years, one of the th- reasons that I think we've seen a big increase in, in that as well is, shockingly, the idea that you can use a device that may not have been on several other people over is, is something, you know, we've, we've seen a drastic, drastic increase in, in those solutions, the, the sales of those solutions. And, you know, as you, as you put your head to why, like, oh, you know, maybe using something that has not been on many heads before me is so that that's something that, uh, that uh, would be remiss if I didn't mention.
0: That is a, certainly a valid point. And I think uh, whenever this podcast launches, it's going to be the case that Omicron is still in the news and people are still very concerned about safety and hygiene and sanitization. And um, so that is going to be, for better or worse, something that's going to be on people's minds for, for months ahead. And it's, it's definitely a consideration.
1: For sure. As much as I hope to do one of these shows
0: one day and we say, you know what? everything stopped. It's all better now. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't quite hit that day yet no we have not and i i hope it comes soon but thank you so much sam for taking the time to uh, educate me and audi- and our audience about uh, some assistive listening trends and technologies and also about how they relate to and resonate with really important issues about diversity equity inclusion belonging and creating experiences that are democratized and available to everyone um, so thank you again sam nord bp global channel sales with listen technologies for joining us today Thank you. I always enjoy talking with you, Dan. Have a good one. Thank you very much.